Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Nightcap, hour number three on a football Friday. Tim Murray, former. Tampa Bay Buccaneer, good job, quarterback Dylan Morris. Run out of bounds. Let's punt it away there, Washington. That is Sean King. Won a Super Bowl. Might remember him from Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Arizona Cardinals. I'm just a guy. Just a guy who likes to talk a lot and likes to listen to Kenny White. Under 46 and a half is where Sean and I sit right now. 13 to nothing, 41 seconds left. I think Arizona, what I would do, take a knee. Going to the locker room, boys. Yeah. Up 13 to nothing. Let's just take this one into the locker room. Don't block the punt. Don't get silly here. Just uh, Let's just get out of this sucker. Yeah, the thing that I should have done that I didn't do is I should have bet under first half, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if some butts were candy and nuts, the world yeah. would be a better place. Yeah. But I feel, I feel all right where we that are. That way, just in case you get like a uh, Louisiana Monroe. Yeah. Liberty second half. For those wondering, the first half under was 24. So you are in the clubhouse with a victory. Yes, you are. There you are. And uh, if you took the 10 with Arizona, you were also pretty good. In good shape there as they lead 13 to nothing over Washington. Uh, Do have one other college football game going on. Utah State up nine right now. They were a home dog against the Colorado State Rams. They lead 23 to 14. That one is... In uh, the third quarter out there in uh, Logan, Utah. 
And it uh, looks like Arizona will take this sucker into the... I like Arizona's uniforms. They're not messing around anymore. Clean now. Yeah. You know, sometimes they get... Building a brand. Sometimes they get a little too funky. That's right. Little, they got the old school uniforms that they wore. So, uh... That's how you build the brand. Absolutely. Look good, play good. 13-0, headed into the locker room there. Arizona leading Washington. They were 17-point dogs. There was some backing, though, as that line moved. Uh, we do have a team going to the World Series. That is the Houston Astros. They win 5 to nothing. Uh, so the Astros will await the winner of the Dodgers and the Braves. Once again, the breaking news tonight, Max Scherzer is not starting tomorrow night for the Dodgers. And let me take a look. Uh, what the line sits at. And move it. If it, it unless it got taken down, uh, I'll check the app here in just a moment. But right now, it is minus 175. Yeah, that's what I have. So let me, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little investigating. But it's that time. Sean got himself back into the black with his one bet last week. Doesn't matter how you cover, you got there, you got it there. So, Sean. You are the leader in the clubhouse. You go, sir. Give us your bankroll plays for this week. Once again, if those who have not joined us in the show, we get a $1,000 to play with, hypothetically. And On the season, I'm up to $87.50. There you go. Yes, you, were, you were in the red. That's right. You hit last week. You're so now we're about to block. go ahead and just get the whole bag. So, oh, 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 man. My play of the week is University of South Florida Bulls at home. Laying one and a half versus the Temple Owls. Listen, I know Temple hadn't played since that debacle at Cincinnati, but I have inside information that says the Bulls will play their best game of the season tomorrow in Raymond James. So I'm going to put 440 on that to win 400. This is a shot. I'm taking a shot here. Matt Corral, even if he plays, I think he's extremely banged up. I'm calling this the Ed Ogeron Bowl for the LSU Tigers. I think these guys, these young men, they rally around their head coach after the Florida win, and they win outright in Oxford. So I'm going to bet 300 on the dog. Roo, 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 roo. As the CEO of the dog pound to pick up a nice 780. And market is still overvaluing the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Tennessee Titans have turned the corner. They've completely rebounded from that opening game debacle against the Arizona Cardinals. They're confident, and more importantly, they're finally healthy. Julio Jones is back. AJ is back on the other side. Derrick Henry is trying to win MVP again from the way he's running, but that defense is starting to play just slightly better. So I'm actually going to put 200 on the money line. The graphic is actually wrong. Mm -hmm. That brings back 330. Yep. And just in case Genius is right in all three counts, I'm going to do a small $60 three-team parlay, USF minus one and a half, Tennessee Titans on the money line and the Bayou Bengals from LSU on the money line for 60 bucks. So if everything goes as planned, yes, I'll be up quite a bit of change come Monday. That would be something if you were able to get all those plays. Uh, I like the LSU play. I like the tennis, Titans play. I'll be honest. I haven't watched enough USF. I'll take your you word for that. You've got to trust me on this one. Uh, so uh, we will see. USF, uh, it's, it's been a rough go of it. but Just trust me on this one. Roll yeah. with the Bulls. I, I'll let you play that game. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you play that. Game. As as someone wise once told don't me, don't bet bad teams. Don't bet bad teams. That's right. And that's what don't you're... bet. Popping my collar on this one, though. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. Timmy McClain will have a huge game tomorrow versus Temple. There are Sean's bankroll plays. He's going USF minus the one and a half. Big bet four forty to win four hundred. LSU on the money line. 
Uh, that is, uh, if you're wondering what the money line is on that one, I'll pull it up here. I think it's like 270 somewhere in that. LSU ball. is plus 260. So 300 uh, to bring back 780. And Tennessee's plus 165. Yeah. Actually, you can get it uh, plus 180 uh, if you would like. So we, we can, we'll, we'll, we'll get the graphics. I got you. Get yeah. fair, fair market there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go. There's his bankroll plays. Big win last week. You put him in the black. I am heavily in the red. <laughs> it has not been great last week in the oh, NFL. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, this has not been a good couple of weeks run here. So we're bouncing back. This week, uh, I like UCLA tomorrow. Uh, minus the one against Oregon. We've talked about this one quite a bit. You've got the old unranked team favorite over a ranked team. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. It's the uh, middle of the afternoon game, college game day there. I just think UCLA is a slightly better football team. Oregon 1-5 and five ATS this year. Uh, their one cover is the Ohio State game. Uh, we talked to Matt Humans about this one. Uh, earlier in the show, uh, we've talked about this one on this show too. I think Zach Charbonnet continues to run at a, a very, very high level. Top 15 in the country in rushing yards this year. Good rush defense for UCLA. Strong offensive line. And Oregon, the story of their year, Sean, has just been injuries. You mm-hmm. know, C.J. Verdell out. A bunch of their middle linebackers are out. So big spot for UCLA to get a win for Chip Kelly uh, and uh, to keep things rolling. So I will take UCLA 275 to win 250. The stinkiest line of the week, there's no doubt in my mind, that would be Iowa State laying a touchdown against number eight, an unbeaten Oklahoma State. And as Chris Andrews so eloquently said last week or last night, <laughs> the bookmakers don't make the ratings. We make the number. Facts. And they've made the number seven, and it has not moved off that number. So give me a smaller play. Iowa State lay in the points, minus 7, uh, 110 to win 100. And then I like this play. Now, once again, you are betting on Wisconsin here, which is always a worry. But this is a very big-time letdown spot for the Purdue Boilermakers. And I'm not messing with the points. So I'm going to go Iowa State, Wisconsin, money line. You can get that at plus 125 if you combine the two money lines. And uh, we'll go 300 to win 375 in that spot. So those are the college plays for me. I do like Oregon State. I think I've been talked into that one more today, but that part of the bankroll there. So the college plays, UCLA minus one. Iowa State laid the seven. And then a money line parlay with Iowa State and Wisconsin. Plus 125 odds, 300 to bring back 375. On to the NFL. Small play on Cincinnati. I'm intrigued by this game, Sean. I like Cincinnati. We talked about them about. I, I think they're a, always a, a feisty team. At Baltimore, correct? It is in Baltimore. Uh, you're getting six and a half. Smaller play, 55 to win 50 on that one. Just intrigued by that one. Not a not a huge uh, feel on that one. You know, now I, your next play intrigued me. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I like about Philadelphia. This. I don't think they stink. And you know, a big reason I like this one is you're seeing some play on Philadelphia here in the market. And, you know, we gave our bankroll plays in. I was able to play this one earlier today because I was doing a radio hit with a friend of mine who's a Philadelphia Eagles fan in, in Richmond, Virginia. And he said, what do you think about Philly in Las Vegas? I said, I, I kind of like Philly. Mm-hmm. And then you look at how the market was treating this game. You're looking at, at most spots, three to four, one ticket, uh, three to four to one ticket count or so uh, on the Vegas Raiders. But this line has been moving and pretty much everywhere in town, Sean, 
is either two and a half or a juice three. Uh, so you'd have to lay the minus one twenty with uh, with Philadelphia. So I, I think Philadelphia. I like this spot for them. You know, Vegas really rallied to the occasion last week. Mm-hmm. So I think Philadelphia is live. Uh, so mine. I got plus three one ten to win one hundred, and then I went a little bit on the money line there, forty bucks. Plus one thirty-five to win fifty-four, and then you and I have talked about this game. Yeah, you quite disappointed a bit. me with this play. <laughs> Didn't go money line. Yeah. Why would I go money line? Because when you believe in a, a NFL dog, no, that's seven or less points. That's Play a, the dog to win outright. This is a, that's terrible advice. I'm just telling you, that's terrible advice. <laughs> that's terrible advice. Now I get that. I get. How many games land three? Last night's game landed three. Well, just say minus, what is it, one, one, three, four, dot, five. Oh, Mr. Mr. Confidence over here. Sparty brought me back, baby. You were about to be. Sparty brought me back. You were this close from being in in a massive hole. Hey, folks, Indeed helps you find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Make sure to visit Indeed.com. Slash credit. Yeah, Mr. Confidence. Sparty brought two, me back. It was weeks, never in doubt. Two weeks ago, you lost all $1,000, and now you're Mr. Genius over there. Oh, what yeah. have you done yeah. for me lately? Do, uh, yeah, we're going to yeah, never never bet on bad teams, Ooh, yeah. except 440 of my $1,000 bank. Let's go, Bulls. USF. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it is the nightcap here on VSIN. We got more to com- accomplish on the other side. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSEN. Tim Murray, Sean King with you. Halftime out in Tucson, Arizona. 13 to nothing. Arizona as a 17-point dog, Sean. Yeah, man. Getting it done. If you were uh, bold and took the Wildcats on the money line, let's see what uh, that was going to bring you home here. That would have been nice. That would be a nice, cool plus 615 here at Circa. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. We just want no more points. We're good. Yeah. 13. We got under 46 and a half. We like where it's trending. You look at the... Uh, the live line right now, live line, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but it's it's good. So we'll keep it uh, we'll keep it rolling there. Um, Utah State leading twenty three to fourteen over Colorado State with nine. Uh, sorry, with uh, forty three seconds to go in the third live quarter. line. I have. Ooh, the best number you can get is minus three in favor of Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Arizona minus over three. under thirty four. Second half line is Washington minus seven and a half. You think Washington covers seven and so a half? So what am I looking at right here? It says in game lines. I don't know. Maybe it's wrong. Well, second half line is oh second half. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm looking at. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at it over our shoulder right now. So uh, second half totals twenty one at Circa. So that's pretty much right on what DraftKings has at thirty three and a half. So. Uh, we're feeling we're in a good spot in that regard, but we will uh, we will see. So um, I want to bounce around a little bit and uh, just get some thoughts when it comes to college football. We're going to do our Circa Millions pick. We went 4-1. and one. Despite picking all chalk, we were chalk eaters. We were not the CEO of the Dog Pound last week, but we got a 4-1 and one record. It was a nice bounce back of our, it was our fourth week of Circa Millions here on the show doing it. Uh, and we are now... 12 and 8 on the season. Oh, beautiful. Joey Galloway just locked up Wake Forest. Gotta love it. Um, I have Wake Forest, by the way. Oh, good. Good for you. Well, let's go to that game. I'm intrigued why you would pick Wake Forest. Well, for one, I love the quarterback, and I think they're, uh, they've kind of been the team all year that everybody thinks they're going to lose their next game. And well, they, they, they haven't covered the, the last two. And they just keep finding This one is, I took them on the money line. I didn't. I didn't all right, so we could both win. I didn't, I didn't lay the points. Uh, I just think they're uh, in one of those years where programs like Wake Forest, programs like Stanford, you know, when they have the right class of juniors and seniors and they do something special, and I think that's what Wake is. Also happened to be a year where Clemson is down. So I think they're, they're attention to detail about about potentially getting into the ACC turn, uh, title game is high, so I'm rolling with them. You know, I look at – now they are coming off a of bye week, so that – obviously works in their advantage 
Um, I wouldn't play it at three. I took it at three and a half in favor of Army. These teams have played a bunch. Uh, so there is some familiarity with Dave Clawson uh, for um, you know going up against the triple option. But the fact of the matter is Wake Forest doesn't do well against the run. They played against Syracuse two weeks ago before their bye week. They gave up 354 yards on the ground game. They probably should have lost, but they found a way to win in overtime. Uh, and then the week prior, Louisville ran for 208 yards. Army's right now sitting second in the country in rushing yards per game at 295. Wake's allowing 4.42 yards per clip. The big question for me is the health of Army's quarterback. Um, if Christian Anderson is eligible to play, if he's healthy, he did not play last week, I, I think this is a spot that Army can win this game outright. Um, th- this just, you know, you're looking at a Power 5 top, uh, top, uh, top 25 team is only a three-point favorite at Army? Yeah. A little interesting. Well, here's how I look at it. Since 1990, Wake Forest has played Army 10 times. Yeah, but you can't, one. You, you can't look at also, historical can trends can I finish, when please? Army was I mean, you terrible. just threw out all these stats, yeah. and I let you give them. So can I, can I give mine, please? Sure. Thank you. Uh, Wake Forest has scored 35 or more points in every game this year. Army's done it twice at the first two games of the year. So Wake Forest is putting up points offensively. You know, So if Army has some success, that's fine. But I'm telling you, I like the quarterback at Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest has one of those teams that kind of show up every four or five years at programs like this. Indiana, you know, had one last year, you know, where they just get the right group of juniors and seniors that have developed, that really believe in what they're doing, and they do something special. And uh, this is just another bump in the road. I like Wake Forest to go in and get the win. It's an early game, so it's not like they're going in there at night and it's going to be crazy on the Hudson River out there. You know, it's a noon kick. I like Wake Forest to get it done. All right. Uh, we are on opposite side. Well, I guess we both can win. If they, Hey, look, if Wake Forest wins by three, we both win our bet. As I said, at three, I wouldn't play it. I took the three and a half because it's, it's a service academy game. The last three times these teams have played, it's been decided by three points. And look, the last five years under Jeff Munkin, this has been a completely different program than what it was from you know 2000 to 2015 when they lost 14 straight times to Navy. So an interesting game there. By the way, all three service academies are playing ranked, ranked teams? undefeated teams this week. Yeah. Very interesting little nugget. Navy's got Cincinnati. Uh, Army's got Wake Forest. And Air Force has got San Diego State. All three are hosting as well. Um, before Matt Humans left, he actually liked Air Force. He laid the three with, uh, with the Falcons against San Diego State. San Diego and, State is a funky team. I, and I just, you know, and, you know, that's his opinion. And, and everybody likes you know, to kind of dump on San Diego State this year. But, again, I've heard different people, multiple people say San Diego State's not that good. And every Sunday when we wake up, they find a way to win. You know, so I just think they're one of those teams. They, you know, I haven't watched enough of them to, like, really have a strong opinion about their chances at Air Force. But you can score points on Air Force. Now, they're talented on offensively. Not Boise last week. Yeah, Boise's bad. And Boise are coming off a big win against... Uh, I know. We, someone talked about that on this show. Yeah, as a letdown spot. Mm-hmm. But we both liked the Air Force in that game. Yeah, I, I don't have an opinion on this game, to be honest. I, I think you've got the top-rated rushing team in the country in Air Force, and you've got the number one rush defense in San Diego State. San Diego State's offense is not very good. Look at that total. you got a total of 39. Low, that's, an, that's an NFL total. That's, a, that's an old-school NFL total. So uh, I'm not on this game. Um, if I played it, I probably would have leaned towards uh, Air Force at home and altitude there. Uh, but it, Here's but it, what's crazy about San Diego State. 
like you just said, I'm mean, again, I have not watched enough of them. I'm just throwing some numbers out here. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your opinion. They only scored 19 against San Jose State. In overtime. But before that, 31, 48, 33, 38. And those were games against Utah, Arizona. Well, Utah was triple overtime. Okay. Still, the other three, 31, 48, 38. And the end of, end of the Utah-San Diego State game was 24-24. Um, and, the, look, they're a good defensive team. I, I don't think they're frauds. I just, I mean, they're... Six and zero, good for them. Um, their hard part of their schedule is coming. They've got Air Force this week. They got Fresno State next week. Uh, they have Nevada still on the schedule. They've got Sandy. Uh, they've got UNLV, which obviously should be a win. And then you close out with a game the Friday after Thanksgiving against Boise State. So uh, it'll be interesting. They to control see. it. We'll find out. Yeah, I haven't watched enough of them. I'm just telling you, I am footballed out by the time San Diego State comes on on Saturday. So. I need to go and watch a couple games. You know, a game, and it's a big number. Uh, you're looking at Alabama laying 25, 25 and a half against Tennessee. All uh, depends on one player. Yeah, and th- and that is Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Is he playing? Is he not? We haven't heard. If he's playing, I'm not touching it. If Joe Milton's starting, I'm laying it with I Alabama. I love Bama. You're right. I'm with you 100%. I mean, Tyon Evans is banged up. Uh, they're running back. Tennessee's running back. A couple of their linemen are a little bit banged up. This line does seem to be inflated, but you know what a lot of people said last week? That line was inflated, yeah. and Alabama won by 40. So you just wonder what the mindset is. Alabama does have a bye week next week, so do they just want to get into the bye week happy and healthy, Sean? Keep things uh, you know, heading into that bye week. I want to get to a game that you had in your bankroll. And, and something that I was just reading said yeah. that he's likely to start. But, I mean, I guess you have to watch the pregame. And, yeah. and, and, and double check it. Yeah, Hendon Hooker. I mean, he is a difference maker for that team. I still don't know why uh, Josh Heupel would start Joe Milton to hmm. start the year. But hey, you're the coach. You that get, is a late game. Too, you get so paid a lot of money all day Saturday if he yep. needs to to try and get ready. So we'll see. One final game. Uh, you, I just want to hit on. I did play. I took the points with LSU. Um, we both like them. It is now down to seven and a half at some spots. So. Uh, got it at a good price, uh, but you're on the money line I'm there. On the money line. Um, what about LSU in this spot? I, I agree. I, I think just think it's, it's the Edo's Rumble. I think the kids now that they know and it's public knowledge that uh, their coach won't be there. Yep. I think they're going to rally around him and give their best. And with a banged up Matt Corral and a Mississippi defense that's been terrible <laughs> the last two and a half, three weeks. Yep. I I, I give them a shot. And you look at the way uh, that they're actually running the ball well right now second half underway out in tucson we'll get you updated on that we'll get you our circa millions picks as well but hey folks if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams bet rivers has you covered bet rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports from the local perspective there are city casts in chicago detroit philadelphia pittsburgh la and now denver Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the Nightcap. Come on back. Circa Millions Picks right here. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Sports Betting National Championship is coming up November 5th through the 7th, and VSIN will provide coverage 
from the main event all weekend long, including live on location updates for all the action. Visit vcin.com slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million-dollar top prize. That's vcin.com slash SBNC. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Tim Murray and Sean King, Super Bowl mm-hmm. champ over there to my left. We are keeping an eye on Arizona and Washington. Want that total to stay low, 13 to nothing, early third quarter. Mm-hmm. Arizona's first drive, I believe, went three and out. Had to punt the ball away. Washington now run a little hurry up here. I don't like that. I don't like that. Jimmy, come on, just do what uh, I would say do what's been working, but that, nothing's really been working for them. Yeah. No. <laughs> you miss coaching at all? I miss the players. Um, Recruiting's got to be such a I miss the relationships. Grind. Um, it, it has its good and pros and cons, but I like, I love doing this. I really do. I, I love the opportunity to really present information, you know, to the people that watch and listen and hopefully help them, you know, fill their coffers with greenbacks. That excites me as well. Come on, let's get to our, uh, jeez, really? our millions. I'm, my mind was on millions and they right. asked me if I like coaching. All right. So <laughs> you're the one over here who's. When we, when we bring on guests, you're, you're insulting my hair. But if I, I, I just bring up, I ask you a question to puff you up, a puff piece, as we would say in the business. I didn't get upset. I know. Yeah, you, my you mind. Seem, you was, seem a little flustered. No, my mind was on. It's like an edge rusher. Just, just give you a little nick, and you're like, No, whoa, my nickname whoa. was Smoothie King. Sap gave me the nickname Smoothie King. Did Smoothie King, the business, exist? Yeah, they, uh, yeah. It's actually, I think, started by in New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I thought it was somebody. Well, it is the arena down there, I believe. Yeah, it had attachments to Tulane in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So definitely, oh, goodness. You would Yeah, let's, uh, let's get a tackle here, Arizona. Uh, yeah. All right. Inside like the red zone. Out. Nah, I don't either. Let's slow, slow things down. Let's get methodical. All right. So we, uh, we should have started this right from the jump. We did, and we were a couple weeks late, but. Sean and I, each week, we go through the Circa Millions we're getting better. board, and uh, we're making picks. First week, we went 4-1. and one. Second week, we went 3-2. and two. Third week, we went 1-4. and four. Last week, we were chalk eaters and went 4-1. and one. It was a very public week, and it worked out for us, so we were able to get there. So we are now 12-8 and eight through four weeks, Sean. Yes. This is a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. You and I come together. We have veto power on some plays. Um... I would say let's go ahead and, and lock in one that I think you and I are, are both on. Okay. Indianapolis. I like it. Indianapolis plus the four. Colts. Sunday Night Football, put Colts plus the four. That's part of my bankroll. Okay. Sean, you've been talking about that uh, all week. So let's just give a little explanation on why the Colts over the Niners. I think the Colts are playing better football. Uh, I know they played Houston last week. They're getting a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. Matt Humans was in here. He mentioned that uh, Quentin Nelson is back. Absolute force there. Braden Smith eventually will come back. But I thought you made a really interesting point, too, in regards to the mindset of that team and how pros look at seasons, and now they're into quarter two of the season and get that started on the right foot. Right, well, they came in with a lot of expectation. I mean, they were picked by a lot of people to be an AFC championship contender. They lost the first three games Mm -hmm. and got off to a terrible start. But they finished that first quarter by winning. And so then they're looking at this second quarter, and they're, Baltimore is going to be a tough one. But they played outstanding in the first half. Ultimately end up losing late. But now they're looking at this next, next 
couple games, Houston and San Francisco with all their injuries. If we can get these two games, then at worst we finish 2-2 two and two in the second quarter. So they're looking at this game. They have it circled. They know if they want to have any chance to win the playoffs. Like, this is a must-win for them. And I just don't think people – get how banged up San Francisco is. Like, I've been calling them the Bay Area 49ers because <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers are all on IR. So I like the Colts who are playing with confidence to go and, and get away and find a way to get a win outright. But uh, for this, for the millions, we'll take the four points. All right, Colts plus four, our first selection for our five and circa millions. And the second one, I think we're going to agree on too. Um, you had it in your bankroll. I didn't, but I like it. Titans plus four and a half. Absolutely love it. Titans at home, uh, coming off of the Monday night win. Mm-hmm. Finally healthy. They are healthy. I thought A.J. Brown looked terrific. We talked to Charch earlier in the show. He loves Ryan Tannehill to go over his passing yards. I like the way, I like what I saw from him. Um, I don't really believe in letdown spots in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got the Chiefs coming to town. This is going to be a very public play uh, on the Chiefs. Public still loves the Chiefs. I still have massive questions about their defense. It is a high total, so the points aren't as valuable when it comes to the line. But I'm getting a home team catching four and a half with Derrick Henry in the backfield against a team that can't stop the run. I'll take the points. I just don't think the market has caught up with the Titans since week one. Because of what Arizona did to Tennessee, I think everyone immediately pushed Tennessee out of their mind. And people forget they came back and beat Seattle and Indy. And then now they have this bad loss to the Jets, but they were banged up. No Julio Jones, no A.J. Brown. They're missing a couple guys on defense that game. But since then, beat Jacksonville, beat a Buffalo team that a lot of people thought was unbeatable after the Kansas City Chiefs win. The Tennessee Titans are now healthy. They're back to being a competitor for the AFC Championship, and they're home and getting points to a Kansas City team who cannot stop the run at mm-hmm. all, and they have Derrick Henry, I'll take my chances. Yeah, so our, all right, our first two picks here on the Circa Millions. Full agreement, that's right. We're rare. going with two dogs, yeah. Um, I'm Col- finally starting to have an impact on it. Colts plus the four, sure, <laughs> whatever you say. Titans plus the four and a half. Um, now I think the disagreements are going to start. Maybe not. I like the Bengals plus six and a half. What's the first game I have Look at that. Yep. Man, this first is getting, game I have this is getting scary. I love the Bengals here. I do too. Uh, I don't think. They're in my bankroll uh, play. I think this is a, I just think Bengals are good, man. And uh, the Ravens, they have been phenomenal mm-hmm. um, this year. Lamar Jackson has been tremendous. They're five and one football team. Yes, you can make an argument. They should have lost to the, the Lions. Okay. They should have lost to the Chiefs. Sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should have lost to the Colts. Mm-hmm. But also week one, they should have beat the Raiders. So, I mean, you could play that game for a lot. They've had a lot of close contested games. Now, last week, they're coming off one of the best performances, I think, of the NFL season. I think this is a bit of a sell-high spot on the Baltimore Ravens. So, uh, we're getting six and a half with the Bengals. Always a feisty team, playing well. I like this. A divisional game, too. Here's why I like this game, because of revenge. Cincinnati's not been very good. They lost five in a row to Baltimore. In week 17 last year, Bengals gave up 404 rushing yards to the Baltimore Ravens. So this Bengals team is sitting there and they're looking at the recent history. They're saying, if we want to establish ourselves in this division, then we have to go out and beat what's been the bully, and that's Baltimore. So I just think they'll be fully locked in. I I like the fact that that offensively they have so many dynamic weapons, and they're getting better defensively. I I like the Bengals – to have a chance to win this game late, but I'm going to 
play it safe because I don't trust the Bengals field goal kicker and take the six and a half points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this game should be uh should be I mean, I tell you what, this is this is a game that um Vegas has shown that their respect to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're playing a four and two team and I mean if Cleveland wins this game, they're tied for first in the division. I mean that's I think Cincy. Oh, I'm sorry, Cincy, my bad, my bad. Uh, since he is, you know, kind of sneaking under the radar there as a, as a quality football team. Wow, three agreements. I don't know what is going on. I told you, I'm finally starting to have an impact. Fourth game. Why don't you tee us up? What, no, what? no, you go ahead. And then I, I like where we're going here. I, we're making progress. We're grooving along. Now, a play that I liked and you looked at and didn't agree with, I like the Eagles here in Las Vegas getting three. Yeah. Um, not in love with it for you. I don't know if you're in love with it. I like the Eagles. That's a play that I like. It's starting to move, so I think we're getting a little bit of value on that number. I think this number closes at two and a half or two. Um, so I think you're getting a three there uh, for the contest. So we get that buffer. So that would be my recommendation for the next play. But we can talk about it. What? what, what give me a recommendation. Of yours. Here's what I can't get away from. I can't forget and get out of my mind if they were down. 28 to 7 to the Bucks. Without Gronkowski, you know, without the linebackers, with the whole secondary injured, they were down at home 28 to 7 to Tampa. So I just don't think they're that good. I think sometimes when the other team lays an egg, they're capable of playing a competitive game, but I, I like the Las Vegas Raiders in this spot, so I'm going to push back a little bit right. on this one. I want to see them hold off. not play well under Rich Passaccia. Yeah. Before I jump on the other team. Yeah, I, my my wonder and worry is, or question, I guess, would be, are the Raiders, you know, last week was a a, a great spot to back the Raiders, you mm-hmm. know? Backs against the wall, nobody believes in us. And now, how do we respond to that at home? I think it's going to be a pro-Eagles crowd as well. What I don't like to see is the ball being moved quickly down the field out in Arizona. So we'll get you updated. Arizona and Washington. We've got to finish up our picks. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Today's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod looks at next month's Breeders' Cup. Hey, Sean King's going to be there. Trainer Wesley Ward talks about the six horses that will be at Del Mar broadcast who's, who will work outside their love of racing get together in the roundtable. That includes ESPN host Chris Lincoln, Baltimore newscaster Scott Wyckoff, and Texas Tech sportscaster Ryan Hyatt. Plus Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Casino. Handicaps weekend races. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it tomorrow morning at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. It is the nightcap here on vcin. Hey, how about this? He wasn't here tonight. He was doing uh, on, Night on, on Simon. The town. Night on, on the town. Simon's doing his job. Banksy with the call of the night. The Edmonton Oilers, plus money. They get the win at the Golden Knights. But then he took alt lines minus one and a half. I think he might have even taken minus two and a half. But definitely got, I don't know what the alt line was, Sean. But some nice plus money with an empty netter with like 11 seconds to go. Yeah, we were trying to get an empty netter. Yeah. We, we could, we can't. Game. Banksy goes to the game. Banksy gets the he empty He gets a netter. full court empty netter. Yeah. <laughs> 11 seconds to go. Hey, puck line Jesus, as Big Ball said. Uh, by the way, we are watching this Arizona-Washington game. Both Sean and I are the on under. the under. Yeah. Thanks to Kenny White. Kenny White, every Wednesday, 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight Eastern. He comes on our show, talk about all the games he likes, and then gives out his favorite play. This was his favorite play of the week, the under in this game. And this drive that Arizona is on is spectacular. Spectacular. Absolutely. <laughs> this is exactly what we want. It is it is matriculating the ball down the field, boys. And then they got inside the 10. And what do we get? Holding. So now it is second and 15 at the 18-yard line. More clock being ticked off here. This is a gorgeous drive as long as they stay out of the end zone, which seems uh, likely here. Oh, yeah. Field goal attempt. Field goal would be nice here. Yeah. So 
we will be uh, we'll be enjoying that. So keep an eye on that. By the way, Hoops Peterson, Greg Peterson, the GP experience that's coming up next here on Vsin top of the hour. GP will have uh, everything for you. I'm sure a full breakdown, his numbers and his thoughts on the Astros heading to the World Series. Five nothing win tonight over the Red Sox. They will await the winner of the Dodgers and Braves series. No line right now in town because Max Scherzer has been scratched for game. Number six, arm is not ready. Field goal up and good. 2.30 to go in the third quarter. I'll take it. I truly think Arizona's going to win this game. Oh, absolutely. for their program. They are 0-6 this year. Yeah. And they lost to the likes of teams of northern Arizona. But by the way, that drive, Sean, just ate up over seven and a half minutes. That's what I was saying. That's Beautiful. We, we want Arizona Beautiful. to keep a more than one possession lead. That's in our benefit. So we got one more game. We, we got two get. more games. Two more. So we have Colts, Titans, Titans, and Bengals. As we go through the circa million I want to present numbers. you with something. Okay. To me, the 5-1 team that's played the most inconsistent and seems to have the most holes is the Green Bay Packers. Okay. I like the Washington football team to cover the eight. I don't think they can win the <sighs> game outright, but I do like them to cover the eight. You know Green Bay's 5-1 and one ATS, right? Right. So to say they've been the most inconsistent, well, when, when they've actually the games. they've covered the last five games they've played. I just, the issue I have with Washington is last week. So, for instance, Chicago, they scored really late in that game in order to get the cover. Green Bay did. Yes. Yeah, they had the touchdown when he Against told. Against Cincinnati, there mm-hmm. were 75,000 missed field goals by both teams since it could have very easily. I had Cincinnati in that right. game. They yeah. could have very easily but won outright. You could you could say the other, Mason Crosby missed, you know, four right. field goals right. too. The Pittsburgh game was kind of what it was. They crushed San Francisco. They came back and scored with like under 30 seconds right. left, yeah, right? No, that's so true. it hadn't been like That's true. They've been running away from teams like the Bills were doing, you know, winning I just, by by, by I, 20 plus. I hear you, and and look, there's been sharp action on Washington this week. That line has moved down. Uh, was up in the nines. Now it's down pretty much eight consistently. Uh, some seven and a halfs out there. So there is movement and backing in the marketplace for Washington. Uh, in the millions, what do we get the number at? We get it at eight. At eight. Yeah. Um. I I, I consider it. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's talk. Hold for a my, second. My my issue with Washington is that the defense is a disaster, and offensively. They got shut out by Kansas City last week in the second half. They were playing bad. So I, I just, they are playing as bad as you could ask. Right? Maybe it's a buy low spot on Washington. So I will consider the eight. What do you think about Washington. the Jets getting seven? I, I kind of like it. Me too. I, so I have the Patriots and a bunch of teasers. Uh, but the Patriots, you know, there's something up there that I just. I don't think Zach Wilson throws another, what do you throw, four interceptions or three? Yeah, he got schooled by the New first, England. I don't think he does that again. And the Jets are coming off a bye. Yeah. Patriots just had their hearts ripped out from them. Let's go Jets. You want to put Jets plus seven? Yeah. By the way, we're all dogs. Look at that. The dog type of week. That's about to change. Jets plus, all right, what is your final? Don't say New Orleans. On the road all right, well, we don't at have to. Seattle. We don't have to. I don't like the Panthers. Give me the pitch. Give me the pitch. I don't like the Panthers. I don't like it either. All right, games I don't. Sean Payton off a bye. What else needs to be said? We're playing a bad. We're also against a Seattle team that just flew cross country to Pittsburgh. We're also playing a bad number. 
Right. Circa has it at four now. DraftKings has it at four. Right. It's at five in the contest. So I don't like the fact to be playing a well, bad number. That's a fair argument. On a primetime spot. That's now, a fair argument. Once again, it's Geno Smith. So I'm not saying they're world beaters. Uh, you know, what's interesting is Alvin Kamara, if you look at his numbers so far this year, Sean, mm-hmm. at least in the prop market, like I was looking it up earlier today, prop market has Alvin Kamara over under rushing and receiving yards at 129 and a half. He has not eclipsed that in any game this year. You're right. People have been keying on him. Yeah. Without Michael Thomas. And Michael Thomas still on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, well, we got to pick one. All right. We're down to one. What about... So let's go with one of the big underdogs. So Chicago. Lions, Texans, I'm with you. I just don't think the Bucks can lay those kind of points. 12 and a half. With all their injuries on defense. Because I think teams are going to do what Philly did to them. Which is score points in the third and fourth quarter. Because now... Guys are the backups or the starters. When you get to the back part of those 60 to 70 snaps, the fatigue sets in. Uh, I'll go with the Bears to cover. All right. There we have it. There's our Circa, uh, circa Million selections for this week. We're wow. going to go Colts plus four. Underdogs. Titans plus four and a half. Bengals plus wow. six and a half. Jets plus seven. Chicago plus 12 and a half. All right. Before we get you out of here, uh, can we pull up those bankroll plays again? Let's get Sean's. Bankroll, Sean, back in the black. Hey, the Big King play of the weekend is USF minus one and a half. I'm just telling you, roll with the Bulls. They will beat the Temple Owls handily. I have zero opinion on that game, so I will take your word for it. I also love NC State at Miami. I didn't put him on my bankroll, but. That line scares me. Uh, Why is it that short? That is a fishy line. Derrick King's officially out for the rest of the year, playing a freshman quarterback. NC State's been playing well. Yeah, I'm going with NC State in this. So they know they can't afford to slip up because they don't. I think Miami's still playing tough. I, I, I thought about Miami, but I'm, I'm, I'm off that game. There's not a ton I love in college football, but continue with your I love the um, under and Clemson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, under 48, Clemson's playing Pitt. I agree. That's two really good. Well, it's Clemson, great defense. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, solid offense. Clemson, awful offense. And their leading receiver has COVID. He's out. Uh, Nagata. Yeah. Uh, the tight end. So the one game that I'm trying not a the one game not that a. I'm trying to figure out is should I go back to Liberty? Liberty's minus twenty one at North Texas and Scott Seidenberg. He just I just I know in my heart of hearts that they're going to blow out North Texas and I'm gonna be sitting there like they might it's free money. I should have jumped on it. So we'll see. I haven't made my decision yet on what I'm gonna do with that particular play. And then you're on. You got LSU. Money you said, line. You said forget the points. Yeah, get money, money line. line. Titans money line. So that way, if I'm right. I'm on one of those. On one of those. And then you self covers, I'm good. Yeah. It's a yeah. good spot. Uh, I got a couple more plays than that. Uh, not as many as last week, which uh, didn't fare well. I just need a week, man. Uh, give me UCLA minus the one against Oregon. I'm going to lay the chalk with the unranked Iowa State Cyclones laying seven against Oklahoma State, who's a bit fraudulent. Iowa State, Wisconsin, money line plus 125. NFL takes Cincinnati plus the points in Baltimore. Small play, 55 to win 50. Philly plus three here in Vegas and on the money line. And then Sunday night football, give me the Colts plus the four. I'm going to wish you success in the Iowa State game, but the last time the world cared about Iowa State and actually watched, they were terrible. So just tread lightly. I'll just say this Oklahoma State was down 17 to three. Texas had the ball at the 10-yard line, threw a pick six, completely flipped the game. Great defense. Should have lost to Boise State, too. Scoop and score was called back. There, Theirs is coming, but that's why they play the games. Good luck Enjoy this your weekend. 
We will talk to you on Monday. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Thanks to Wyatt, our producer. GP is up next right here on the Nightcap. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.